Hey, welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 51. We're back with Trail Trash. I'm Graham. We've got Luke, Richie, and Cody, the usual suspects on. And uh, I know we left off uh, talking a lot about the green Jeep, and we didn't really hit into the Manchie too much. And I know you guys just had a Windrock trip, and we'll see where conversation goes as far as... Uh, meandering through that but i think i want to i think we decided we want to start talking about the manchi and i know you guys have been doing uh, i don't know with the windrock trip if you've been working on it but how's how's that going now and what's left on it well um i guess first thanks for having us back um i'll i'll pretty much like casey give you the update on the comanche let you know where we're at on that what we've done what we have left to do uh, I don't know. You want an origin story from the get go, or <laughs> it's yeah. uh, you're laughing, so it's got to be good. <laughs> well, <laughs> we got a small. We try to do a small little video series of it from the time that that we picked it up uh, up until now. It really wasn't something that I wanted to do, so to say, at the time. But my brother had mentioned that uh, he knew a guy that had a couple of Comanches that was sitting in his backyard and wanted to sell them for pretty cheap. And this him hauled around for probably, I guess, a month, maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> and so finally, we just went over and looked at them. And one, he went running off in a ditch and just completely warped the whole unibody. So it wasn't, uh, it Does wasn't something still that we have that. Yeah. Yeah. We still have it. The other one was sitting in the guy's backyard. It caught on fire at the battery, and he just kind of left it sitting there. And I think he said it ended up sitting there for like six or seven years. And the black also, one was in... Do what? Also, hmm. <laughs> Is that the one that you ended up with? Yeah, I mean, at first I ended up with both of them because he said, well, if you would... If, uh, if you want to go in half words, that's fine. Uh, he said the guy who was selling them would only sell them together. Yeah, he wouldn't. You'd have wouldn't to take them both. <clears throat> and so my brother's got a red one too. So he thought that he would use some parts, piece off it to to put his back together. And the day we got over there to to bomb, we were standing out trying to figure out what we was going to do about getting the black one out of the backyard. And he's like, "Hey, man, if you want to buy both of them, that's cool." And I was like, "Man, right now," which it was he was asking five hundred dollars for both of them. So. It wasn't that big of a deal. Mm. And then later on, he just ended up talking me out of the red one again. I don't think he ever paid me. If you're listening to this. <laughs> he got 150 bucks. Shit, that's like half the cost of a fucking 40 these days. <laughs> I just spent an absurd amount on two new 37s. How much did here. that end up whacking you? I have to ask. A thousand bucks for two tires. Wow. It was fucking ridiculous. I was looking at picking up another Nitto because I'm going to end up with one of them fucking Steelies, and it's 500 fucking dollars for another goddamn 40 Nitto. Yep. That's painful. It's literally yep. like fucking 60 more dollars for me to go with a fucking sticky and just start going down that fucking path. One at a time. I don't, after uh, seeing some of the guys out there this weekend, I've, I've been looking at 700 and something odd dollar tires. TSL SXs. 
Yeah, those things are fucking mean. But, right, so you uh, bought, yeah, you bought the red one. No, so we ended up buying the red, red one. one. Uh, so that day we brought a trailer with us and we loaded the black one up. The black one was an it's an eighty seven. It was a two wheel drive four cylinder five speed. And <laughs> so we already thought I was going to yank everything out of it anyways. All we was just wanting is the body. And I think it ended up being like, <clears throat> I don't know, maybe close to a month before we went and got the other one. Because the guy started yeah. raising hell about it being in his yard. So we got it back to the house and uh, took a pressure wash to it first thing, I would say the next day, maybe. Yeah, probably. And then kind of assessed what we was dealing with. And I think the worst, worst thing that we run into was it had a little rust around the windshield. <clears throat> and it the water come running in and the full boards was kind of rotted out on it. But other than that, it was just a super solid platform. Some, some things happened here and there between uh, like Christmas and all that and financial, this, that, and other. And so we finally started getting to tear it apart and we ended up getting us another shop where I work where we was doing Jonathan's LS swap and we ended up just dragging it over there. So we had a little bit more room. To mess we with. did do the firewall, the whole thing. Yeah, the firewall was in the garage. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because it's <clears throat> yeah right hand drive, so it's yeah. And for anybody, uh, for anybody, oh, right hand drive. Yeah. Yes. Well, it is now. It is now. <laughs> <laughs> and for anybody who would uh, who would think about going that route, pick something else. That I feel like that's whenever you have a weird project or a swap or something that you do. You get through it yourself, and then you just you tell somebody else who's thinking about doing it. Just don't do it. It's not worth it, right? Yeah, if I've I had done to that do it again, I, I wouldn't do it. And yeah. we talked about doing, you know, like because uh, we were doing the YouTube thing already, and I was like, you know, let's just kind of document this as like uh, we'll just do like updates throughout this because I just don't feel like there's enough people out mm -hmm. there who want to take a firewall out of a right hand drive Cherokee and put it in a Comanche to sit down and watch <laughs> us do this from start to finish. But so, you'd be surprised, though, because that's what, like, actual mechanics, like, people who understand mechanical know-how, they don't give a fuck about doing a wheel change. They don't give a fuck about doing a suspension lift. They don't give a fuck about any of that. They want to see that cool shit. Yeah. They want to see the limitations of what somebody else, mechanic, like, somebody else who actually knows what the fuck, well, knows what they're doing, because I'm sure you guys haven't done it before, so you don't know exactly what they're doing. But, like, no, that's not the fun. Exactly. Right? Though, then, but, like, you'd be surprised. That, that would interest me. It's like, being like, damn, this they just fucking just cut this shit out, put it back together. Like that looks good. It works. Holy shit. Like, I don't know, at least for me, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. yeah well, I mean oh, sorry. we did get some of it on on film, you know, throughout the process and, and Yeah, there might be what? Ten minute snips that we Yeah, it's not necessarily a how to, but just like it's you know, it's set up the camera and roll some uh time lapse so you could just see us working through the process and see yeah, and it's it's not trying to push like, hey, you need to go watch it. It's yeah. it's small. the videos are small enough where it's interesting to see you know what we done and how we done it because we've even got videos of the XJ that rolled over on its top, us completely yeah, chopping it down to nothing. I mean, it looked like a sled after we was done with it, and it was kind of heartbreaking really because I had so much time you know in that thing and then just taking a sawzall to it and cutting it up to nothing. That's I do have to say that I was incredibly surprised to see that. Um, now, I might just be a dumbass from fucking New England and all that, but I was expecting yep. to see the Sawzall come out, level that thing, and then 
dove nose, dovetail, full that's blown buggy. That's what everybody wanted to see. But this is like a cool I, fucking I think, project, though. I think everybody commented, "Build a buggy, build a buggy, build a buggy." Like, yeah, it was six one one half dozen other. There was all kinds of people like, "I don't understand why you're doing this. This is stupid." And it, and the it was at the end of the day, it's you know that's not what I wanted. It's yep. I didn't want to just do that. that thing. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it was like it was kind of stupid to convert this Comanche into a right hand drive, but. Then again, it's like it's fucking cool. That's kind of your thing. So, it, it's like, you don't see it. I've, I mean, Curtis. Curtis is a good example. He has a dove nose Cherokee. Woo! Like, yeah. Don't get me wrong. His rig's nice, but like, so many people already do it. He's gonna so, fuck you so hard in the yeah. mouth. <laughs> um, either way, he was just an example. Okay. He is just an example. What I'm trying to get at. I mean, then you also have Sean. Then you also have Miguel. You also have. Jamie or Jamie. Yeah, you also have, like, are nine a dozen. Correct. Yeah. So, but I've never seen I've never seen a right hand drive Manchi. No, barely. I've don't think I've ever wheeled with a Manchi before. So, that's pretty yeah, fucking cool. It's All hard right. to find something that hasn't been done to death. Like, yeah. there's one other there's one other guy that has done this, and he didn't do the full like we did. You know, Dom he cut the stacks did it. Out. What's that? Tom Stacks also did it. What does he call his? Ah, uh, fuck, I don't remember. I know he was doing this like an LS in it, and yeah, this guy's from up around the Illinois area. Yeah, Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, yeah it's and uh, he calls it Project Roneside. Yep, that's him. <laughs> uh, that's so, a cool name. I did yeah, that. it was pretty cool. <laughs> well, we was already into doing mine whenever. I don't know why. I'd, the only one that I ever found was somebody had done one over in New England, but they done it as just a factory swap and nothing to the sense of, you know, one tons, this, that, and other. And then all of a sudden, it was just popped up in my newsfeed one day. And so I got to looking at it and, uh, you know, I think he's still running factory axles. Yeah. But there was so much that, that I was going to try to learn off that and was trying to, trying to talk back and forth with him and, uh, which I'm not saying nothing bad about him, but he, somebody had tagged him in a post that I'd put about something. And, uh, and he, the only thing he wrote on there was, well, I'm glad I did it first. And that's the only thing he said. And I was like, that's kind of arrogant. <laughs> but so I just, I left it. I was going to ask him a bunch of questions. I was like, you know what? I'll figure it out myself. Yep. Um, I'm going to try and say this in the most polite manner possible, but that's fitting. <laughs> I mean, like I said, it's, that's just the way I felt, but uh, not like, hey man, that's cool. Let's. Uh, what are you doing to yours? You know, and then, you know, instead of instead of you know just shooting it, then then somebody said that they had a friend of theirs that was doing one too. I, I haven't found anything on it yet. I gotta say, I think the coolest off road build I have ever seen in my entire time of looking at stuff. Uh, I followed it for years on Pirate. A dude built a. You know the Ibex series chassis? Yeah. Okay, so he bought a Comanche that had been wrecked. He cut the cab off, put it on an Ibex with the full Ibex suspension and Spider 9s with an LS. So, like, I cool. dig what you guys are doing because it kind of gives me that kind of, like, Mad Max taking a Comanche as far as you can, like, legitimately go with yeah. it. Do Manchis still have unibodies? Yeah. 
their yeah, it's body like, until it's their frame in the rear. Yeah, it's yeah. an abomination of <laughs> both. It's, it's like I wouldn't even call it a frame. It's it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's just weird. <laughs> it's, yeah, from the back of it forward, or from the back of the cap forward, is a is an XJ. There's nothing different. Yep, yeah, it's kind of worked out. So you save money on stiffeners, is what you're saying? You know, you don't have to no, you get screwed room. because like it's like a it's yeah. There's only like one company now, that makes a stiffener good. for it, and basically it's a Cherokee unibody, like he just said, that's boxed off. So it needs stiffening. Oh yeah, um, yeah, and it's kind of weird too. The the unibody on these are a lot wider, so to say, and so nothing exactly works exactly right. Yep. So I mean, you just still kind of get under there, and but there, I think there is one company Chase had stiffeners. There? There's one company that makes oh pre-made so fitted stiffeners. I meant to ask you guys about that. I saw it on your guys' story. The dude with the red manchi, um, isn't he like sponsored by Katai or whatever? And he's got that set up for an Ultra Four car. You're talking about uh, his name. His name is Justin Wright. His Instagram tag is uh, 89 Manchi. I think that's him. I followed yes. him on Pirate. Yeah. Uh, he did have a hookup at Kanadi Tire. They were sponsoring him. Uh, what and the, the fuck guy... is a Kanadi Tire? Uh, it's just an off-brand mud tire. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think he's running, what, a 39? Yeah, 39.5. Yeah. At least they... Uh, generally, <laughs> hearing that, some random-ass tire company has 39s, but you only got 37s. Fuck you, General <laughs> Tire. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, I'm like someone's a little salty that oh, I am. got denied. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even that, that, it's never it has not been done yet. Don't worry. We still got time. It's not been confirmed or denied. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead, sorry. So he's running the thirty nine, you saying? Yeah, he had a hookup. He had a sponsorship through them. Um and he told us just recently that the guy he was Dealing with that was kind of a sales rep for them left, so he kind of lost his hookup on the tires. But oh, okay. he's still running the decals and stuff on the door. But no, I don't think he ever did any kind of racing or ultra four or anything like that. As far as we know, it's still oh. leaf sprung in the rear, cool sprung in the front. Yeah, I was going to say we've done a walk around video on it. He converted it from a manual to an automatic. Yeah. Uh, oh, interesting. That's just like a. I was going to say that's cool. You know, if you guys are cool with him, we should definitely talk. But. That was like an arrow to the heart right there, so never mind on that shit. That He's dude is a fucking hoot to talk to. He is funny as hell. Yeah, we'll man. We'll have to spread some wings then and see what we can see who we could talk to then. <laughs> yeah, tell him uh tell him the trail trash guy said that uh, it was okay for y'all to talk to him. Give him permission. So so for the Manchi, like what was the hardest thing to to get past? Like, I'm guessing you guys started this and just now you're kind of balls deep into it. Like, what was the worst thing that you guys had to deal with? Like, when, when you first said, I would not tell somebody to do this, what, like, there has to be something sticking in your brain that you were like, this was not worth the fucking time. The firewall. The firewall. Well, tell, us, tell us a little bit about it. What was so bad about was it, it? Was it like fitment? Was it getting it all in the right spot? Or was it just... the whole That entire thing is spot welded together. Yes. Mm -hmm. That yep. entire thing. So if you took the time, you could take a, a spot weld drill bit and completely disassemble every single panel on a Cherokee or a Comanche. Yes. Like everything can be drilled out and taken apart, which I'm sure is what they would do <laughs> if you were in a wreck and it went to a body shop. Yeah. Um, 
Except no, they're totally. For, but, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, yes, so. uh, except for the floorboard, because the floorboard pretty, pretty much just rolls all the way up to the uh, bottom of the cow. And I, the I, I know where this is going. Yeah. So we we swapped it from a '97 XJ to an '87 Comanche. So as we was looking at it. We could already tell that the tunnel and the firewall at the bottom was not going to be exact. We were just going to swap the two sides, just like the Project Rome side did, but we got to noticing that one side of the firewall protrudes further than the other side, and when the right-hand drive is completely backwards. Mm -hmm. So in order to do it half-ass decent, we were going to have to completely disassemble the firewall. And it's in three different layers. Uh, once you spot weld the cow, cut the spot welds out of it, take it off. Underneath the cow where the windshield wipers sit, you spot weld it out. It comes off the top of the firewall. Then you're left with just the firewall itself. And they run down the sides on the inside of the fender wells. And But there's, there is where it conjoins at the bottom of the firewall at the tunnel. But it was going to be nowhere near close for what we was going to... Uh, you know, to have to have for the 97XJ. So I stood back with, was it a grinder or sawzall? I think we cut it with a grinder. I stood back and cut the eight, the 97 longer. And then we tried our best to measure how far we needed to cut down on the firewall. Knowing that if we got it wrong, we had a little bit of overlap for the other one. But if we got it wrong again, then we were going to be totally fucked. What ended up happening was I stood back and I was like, fuck it, we couldn't draw a line. It was, so I just, I said, look, this looks good. And we cut it. <clears throat> when that happened, we accidentally cut it fucking perfect. And nice. <laughs> they almost sit. There was a couple of spots here and there that I had to add a couple pieces of metal that you, you really can't see. But other than that, I mean, I, I ended up buttoning them both together and just slowly welded it all the way across and then oh, went back through and welded all the spot welds and everything in. It was uh, it was a tedious ass nightmare. So on the last episode that you were on, you said that you were the one that liked to race through everything, but that doesn't sound like you're racing through everything. Sounds oh, like you were doing stuff. Like it's because I'm here to rein him in. And yeah. Like, hey, <laughs> do this the right way. Yeah, and everything that I start, ninety nine percent of the time, I start it the right way. About 15, 20 minutes into it is when I like, you know what, fuck this. And now I start. Because I think about halfway through, he was like, you know what, I don't even need a firewall. I don't even need that. We'll just add some bars. I'll put the pillows on it. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> Jesus. The biggest, I mean, thing we wanted, the biggest thing we wanted to do was, is when you pop the hood, it'd be really hard to tell that this thing had been swapped. And also... The whole dash and everything is fitting it right. I can run heat in this thing like it was factory. I mean, I could even hook up AC if I wanted to, if it was factory. Probably not going to, but... So everything in this thing is about like it would come factory. Wow. Which I give I you guys a lot of props for. Sorry. Yeah, and I respect that level of commitment of just being like, hey, I bought this Manchi. It's time to cut this thing the fuck up and almost make it useless if we don't finish this. Yeah, like, that was one that was one of the things we was worried about too. Is like if we get three quarters of the way through this and figure out that this can't be done that way, and we just fuck the whole Comanche up. It's motivation to just figure it out, right? Yeah. <laughs> during during the the process of doing the firewall, we had completely gutted the interior. 
Yeah. I mean, every stitch of the interior was out. And we kicked the windshield. The front fenders were out of it. It had no windshield in it. It had no engine in it, no front axle, no transmission. And it's sitting in his garage. And at one point, I stepped back and looked at it. And I was like, this is the most apart I've ever had a vehicle. Yeah. In my <laughs> yep. Wow. Jeez. And, what, what was it that you said? You said, at, and the thing that I said that swapping the axles in it was going to be the hard part. Yeah. And... That was actually the easy, easier part. Yeah. You know, but, uh, it's, it, that's a funny thing because, like, I remember the first time I looked at doing any kind of axle swap, and it was, like, this huge ordeal. And then after you do one, the next one's a little bit easier, and it's not perfect. And Graham gives me shit about that all the time. Then you do it again, and that, like, just like, okay, th this is just getting progressively easier. Yeah. It's funny that you say that too, because we had a conversation over the weekend and, and the, uh, with this other guy, and he was one hundred percent right. If I was to do it over again, I wasn't, I wouldn't even swap a one of these sixties, ten five, fourteen bolt, whatever you want to swap into it, to run factory suspension. It would be cheaper or just as much to just go ahead and set it up for coals. It's yeah. for the front or the rear, because I oh, feel like the yeah. Well, yeah, the rear, no golf. To <laughs> yeah, the command. See, Cody, you don't understand. You haven't done it yet. Okay, but I mean, it, it it makes sense though <laughs> if you think about it. You don't have to bother. Like, if you're buying a kit, yeah, I can imagine it's super simple. But lease rings, just even if you don't, go in how even if you, you don't have to then okay, but lease rings are three hundred dollars. Or if you go, if you're if you're fucking uh, calling, you spend a thousand dollars on your fancy ass lease rings, thousand dollars. You put them. I in, mean, I spent six hundred on mine. The purchase are thirty dollars. Uh, I mean, a cross I'm member, a, if you're building it, yeah, it's going to run yeah, you probably what, 80 bucks. The ride you're getting from a $1,000 leaf spring setup, let's say, is not going to be anywhere near as good as a four link setup that you could probably do for I'm about a little 16, bit more, only into mine. including cost of coilovers. But that's assuming that you even swap the leaf springs when you do the swap, because I did not do that. <laughs> I'm still running the same <laughs> leaf springs I had when I had the. Eight and a quarter under my. Chair. And I can shed yeah. a little bit of light on that too. When I first done this, I when I went to swap the 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 one tons in, I bought a twenty two hundred dollar long arm kit, and I bought the Artec one ton swap kit for a TJ because I didn't make anything. You know, it's the same, almost yeah. the same thing. Yeah. And at the time, the Artec kit was like eight hundred bucks. I was almost three grand into just the suspension and the one ton swap. When I could have took that three grand. And bought, I mean, I bought these coals that I have under it now, all four of them for a thousand dollars. And for all the tubement and, and everything to make the four link work in the back and everything, I mean, I could have saved around a thousand dollars if I'd have just went with coals. It's understand. Well, that, I just don't think the the whole rear, that would make sense. I don't see that adding up. Depends, depends. For the front, absolutely. Yeah, you could just do you could just do hoops in the front, and then you just make a perch, and you're good to go. But I think, yeah, that front Artec truss is fairly expensive. I was surprised. I paid like three eighty for mine. Yeah, I was gonna say I think it's come down now. It's when when I when I done this years ago, it, this shit was pretty expensive. I think it's like yeah. five fifty now, and only because I at least on the, the old five, it's like five fifty. I got the one with. Well, it probably went up because of steel prices. I bought, like, I guess probably at, like, one of the better times for it, but I also only got the one where it comes with the weld-on bracket, so mm, I didn't get yeah, the... Yeah, you get the full TJ kit, it costs a bunch more. more. 
Yeah, that's a yeah. lot more. Yeah, I didn't time, do that. But, uh, Arctic was the only ones that was even yep. building these things. Barnes didn't do it. Nobody done it. So they pretty much had the market cornered when it come to, hey, if you want to easy swap on a one ton, and it was still, I mean, I, I hate to fucking trash talk it, but it was still a shitty fucking kit. I fucking hated mine. I don't wow. hate mine, but it definitely could have been better, and there's sections of it where I think Barnes has a better approach. Oh, I was upset when we put the Barnes on the Jonathan's. I was fucking pissed. We didn't spend no, no way to make a good one is to do it yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, so you bring up a really good point, though. If I were to do it again, if I'm being brutally honest, I don't live where I used to live, so that's got a huge effect on what I would do. But it would just be like a fucking low-profile truss with the mounts and everything, standard track bar mount, and uh, one of them... Uh, yeah. straight to full hydro like there would be no none of the circle that I've made yeah yeah but I'm, I don't know like to pieces. exactly and then me and Richie get to deal with like hear all your guys' bullshit oh. just go oh man alright so just do this the, do this do this that's exactly go. what I was gonna try saying earlier was <laughs> that's why you convince your buddy to do all the shit first <laughs> yeah that was uh, see that where was he awesome. wasted all his money and and the proof is in the pudding because my jeep would not be where it's at without luke and it wouldn't be as good of what it is unless luke did all his trials and tribulations prior to helping me and mostly building my jeep so yeah. well, <laughs> i think the same thing about my jeep i went straight to these uh pr pretty much the exact setup that luke had after his first three setups and on, on my school. 98, not on yeah. the 97. He copied an yeah, older Jeep. On the 98. Nice. Like yeah, back in high school, I'm I'm right at high school level. So does build. does that mean that Graham followed Ducky? Because that doesn't that no doesn't no no <laughs> no. I'd be on mid arms. Uh, no, I so, I sort of followed. Yeah, you know what I read and Colin. Ducky I got more influence from Colin. Yeah, um, Colin. But if he decided to do okay, I I can respect that because sort of I, I was see where... for a while before I like figured things out and like got comfortable fabricating. It was I was still like sort of in the bolt-on realm. I did the really the first semi non-bolt-on thing I did was that Clayton long arm, which turned out to be a great kid. It just doesn't transfer to the one-ton axle very well. At least not to the ducky one-ton axle. I've seen people use that entire kit on one-ton axles, and I don't know how they do it, because the links sit way too far inboard for the... Um, on the inside, on the frame end. So, speaking of the, which, then, that's good to know for me. Am I expected... Am I oh, you're probably going to have... So you're, you're here's more of them. Like mine. here's okay. something else probably. that happened that's really helpful for that shit, and I'm sorry, like, I know that this should be more about the Manchi. We'll get back to that in a second. Ah, fuck, but I'm there <laughs> what they did is uh, Barnes came out with a set of joints where they've got a 10 degree offset in them. So you run a 10 degree offset at each end, and that will help to offset your uh, issues with getting it wider. I'm doing on both sides. Yeah, we don't. I'm too bougie for that. I do Johnny joints so they don't. I don't wear out as fast. The only Still thing is, is hating, you know. Even on mine with the 30, you, under, you don't understand. <laughs> even on mine with the thirty, though, I'm already stretched out past where my inter, like my mounting Which, point is. I'm already 
like yeah. chafing almost. I mean, it it only happens every once in a while, and I think it was when my track bar was my old track bar was shot balls, and it was able to like rotate the axle more. Uh, but I, like it is ro- like touching the edge of the mount. So yeah, I wonder- and that's why I was saying those ten degree offsets because that gives you a little bit of a kick on that arm yeah. on both sides. So you put yeah. a ten degree at the axle side facing towards the transfer case, and you put the other one facing towards the axle, and you get a bunch of extra fucking offset out of it. Okay, I mean, I can I can definitely see that making sense. But I I don't know. I think the Artec the uh, lower mounts for the links are relatively straight, but on the Barnes truss, they kind of kick them towards the center of the Jeep anyway to help with that. They because do I went that on the Artec as well. I've got that minor kicked in because I went straight from like I had a I built a three link when I had my thirty in the front steel, and I reused every bit of the three link stuff that I had built, and it bolted right up to that Barnes. Uh, Good to, know. good to know actually Mine was, I, and i was looking at the new artec just to see what it would look like and they have revamped it a lot from my first gen and it was like it come in a box and i i swear when i pulled the instructions out of it it pretty much said you know, figure it the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> and that was, that was yeah i got the revamp kit and the revamp kit was like Weld this, weld this, then weld this, weld this next. Weld this. Install into Jeep. After you've bolted in your lower control arms, you are on your own. Figure the rest out, bud. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll definitely be an adventure. And I am grateful for having these guys, though, as kind of the uh, spearhead of the situation because it, they do do a really good job of explaining why you shouldn't do xyz and why you should do w like they do a pretty damn good job at it which is pretty dope but i mean it's all it's only as good if you listen though because like we still have a buddy ryan who's on leaf spring shitty tires and a carburetor so like you, you can't teach everybody you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah but ryan fucks on that setup though oh he does until he doesn't until it breaks yeah until until he one does. trail in but sorry just, ryan <laughs> he no, 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 he loves it, dude. He loves when I trash talk him because when he outwheels me, he just gives me this look. Doesn't have to say shit. Just gives me this look, and I'm just like, "Fuck you!" Like I know exactly what you're thinking. <laughs> or like when he's fucking up, I just look over. Like it's the same thing, but it's just a fun, like I don't know, like friendly if you keep thing. Going like, like this, he's gonna fucking raid the podcast again. You know how that went last time. <laughs> I, I'm, glad, I'm glad to have him on the podcast. He has a lot of ammo now to talk shit about me with, so it'll we be a good time. We should definitely schedule another one of them because he's funny as fuck. So, I suppose that we should probably bring it back to the guests that we have on now. <laughs> I wish yeah. you would test them. Um, so I gotta ask. I'm Most trying to like on podcast. He's always gotta ask. Yeah, I'm trying to, like, uh, (laughs) put this together in my mind. Are you guys playing the inside of the rails? Like, how far are you going to make this thing last? Are you... As in... It's got stiffeners on the outside, no mid-stiffeners, no rear stiffeners. Oh, good lord. I'm gonna have to come down there and start fucking boogering shit on there. (laughs) 
Just give him a little bit of the, the devil's lettuce and he makes some pretty good wallets. I can't even do that because I have a fucking <laughs> other job interview. I have... <laughs> you can't smoke the giggly grass? Are you kidding me? No, Get this I guy cannot be swing dancing anymore. Fucking... I haven't swing danced in fucking six and a half months now. I'm going to pick up a welder and look like Helen Keller's customs. I've shit talk everybody around me. It's It becomes a good time. Excellent. <laughs> so um, you're telling me you moved to Tennessee. You got a mullet now. You don't You don't uh, dabble in the, the doodles. You, fucking, <laughs> you don't wheel and all you do is shoot guns. We lost you. Get him out of here. We lost him. I mean, what the fuck? Come on, man. Here with us. <laughs> I came down to God's country and I have seen the light. Good <laughs> case he can sit around and uh, bench wheel instead of bench racing. Yeah, bench uh, wheel. Well, talk about how good. I mean, in my defense, I'm going next week to, or not even next week. I'm literally leaving in three days to go and pick my Jeep up. Yeah, don't remind me. Write me an axle while you're up there, please. You think Jonathan has been punishing me here lately on making me. Do the filming and run up down the hills as a punishment, as in, hey, you could be out here willing if you would hurry up and get your sh fucking shit. Mm. I do have to say, <laughs> good though, motivation. That, that is pretty good motivation. I'm not going to try and jerk you guys off too hard, but the YouTube videos are kind of funny, and I like the length on them because they're like long enough that it's entertaining, but it's like a nice skirt. They're also short enough that you know. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. Uh, We're definitely. Uh, that's all the editing, dude. There, it's. <laughs> you hit the eleven minutes, hit your monetization, and get the fuck out. I respect twenty one. They go for <laughs> twenty one. Okay, okay, I dig that. Actually, I dig that. Double the effort required, but just that. Yeah, I try to keep it at. Yeah, I, I actually prefer my YouTube videos around twenty minutes. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of a weird in between, like. There's certain things like I, I watch video game stuff on YouTube. I watch wheel and stuff. I watch, uh, dude, I, I'll watch some dude in Indonesia build a mud hut. I don't fucking know. Like sometimes I just get on a crazy tangent. I, I feel like if they're too short, then people have to go find another video. So that, that's my exact issue. 20 but, minutes. That is enough time for me to go pick up lunch at work, <laughs> get back to the parking lot, fire up the video. I watch the whole video, go inside back to work. There you I, go. I, I want the, the one thing that I hate is when people stretch stuff like um I don't have a good example, but when people stretch things for no fucking reason. When they do a ten part series on something that could have been done on like four good videos, you know? They do it yeah. literally in the ten minutes, you know, they're just coming in to cash grab it because they're doing something cool. And I get it, yeah, if you spend a lot of money on it, I kinda understand it. But and then the, I don't know, it just it bothers me like, okay, I have to wait a day to see, yeah. oh, you're doing this. Like so 20 minutes, I think, is that perfect time. That that's And it's nice because that keeps engagement or watch times pretty good. And then it also is like, let's say you have a 40-minute time that you're trying to kill. You can go watch another one. That's pretty dope. That's the one thing that I think that podcasts kind of lack is there's no short uh, short form, I think it's considered. Compared no, to like, like we could do clips of shit, but for us to go in there and grab clips, it's just like... Yeah, we're not making money, so it's not worth the extra time and effort for something like that, you know? Yeah, we do this because, like, you guys are fun to talk with, and these fuckheads are fun to talk with, not because they're, yeah. yeah. And and people like it, too, which is the weirdest thing. I like, like yeah, the we... abuse. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he loves me. That's why she beats me. <laughs> <laughs> 
but that's the one thing that like i i the only times i ever listen to podcasts though is when i'm working like when i'm doing something that takes the two hours the hour long to listen to it and it helps my add as well like i'm able to focus on what i'm doing because my like whatever the front frontal lobe or whatever the fuck it is i don't know i ain't no fucking uh scientologist or the fuck it's called like podcast um, not a brain podcast but like it keeps like it keeps Tom Cruise. <laughs> is that, what the fuck did i say <laughs> what did i say so what about Tom Cruise? You, brain bruise? <laughs> you said Scientology, which is <laughs> oh, I said Rocket Appliances or whatever the fuck it's called. I don't know. <laughs> We're hopeless. Jesus. You know <laughs> oh yeah, Scientology is the sh- Oh my god, I'm an idiot. Anyway. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> What's next? You're gonna be flying F fourteens and getting pegged by Caitlin? Yeah, F14. That'll be an interesting time. Same, wait, at the same time? At the same time. They've got a dual person cockpit, so you know, we're gonna be getting real busy in that cockpit. Jesus Christ. And yet another episode that will not make it to YouTube. No, we, have we haven't been- said anything bad yet. I don't know. We've been on I haven't a roll said yet, so I mean. Oh, there, there we go. go. Um, <laughs> let's see. So, sorry to distract even further, but like, Crazy K's went up, right? The mullet after show instantly off of YouTube caught another fucking notification from YouTube. Oh, that is a shit show. That one was a goddamn shit show. Yeah, that one was. Um, that one was bad. Yeah, I'm sorry. Which one? The, the after um, show after oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I called it the yeah. mullet cast because like we were all business up front with crazy case and then <laughs> afterwards we're roasting people and being dickheads. Um, Every time you went to say shit and he's like, oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. Dude, yeah. I, oh, this, so I was the worst. I'm surprised. Usually I'm pretty good at just knowing when to not be a retard, but for some reason uh, I can't I don't think I could say that. Eh, fuck it, whatever. What? Uh, we're sorry, already YouTube. in the yeah. fucking shit show so but but like usually i'm pretty good at it but that episode i don't know why i think i just come on here and i'm in a different realm where i'm just like fuck it all who cares say whatever the fuck i want but for some reason i just couldn't figure it out i just kept saying like fuck or shit and then i'd like catch myself and be like like it's a weird awkward stutter thing (laughs) it it was Uh, your you catching yourself almost like drew more attention to it it a lot of times that was like the meme (laughs) of that podcast (laughs) well it's like with me at work long story short they had me telling stories about past injuries because i'm an idiot yeah, and one of my co-workers today was like richie in your two minute story you said fucking 28 times <laughs> um, oh and so turn it off yeah but we're like new englanders so you don't shut it off it's just like part of the if you're like blue collar remotely in it's new a england part you swear. of our dialect up yeah. here. <laughs> um, we just don't want YouTube throwing our shit off there. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that was the other thing. Both Roush episodes, even the one with Mark, where we were like super well, not super polite, but we had Mark on, and Mark is not known for his uh, ability yeah, to Yeah, but there was up. a lot of talk about pegging on that one. <laughs> yes, there was. No, pegging's not even a bad word, though. Like, in reality, it, it, like you almost have the Urban Dictionary to learn what it is, unless you're an adult, you know? So why wouldn't a, a kid be, eh, no, actually, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, no, no kids. <laughs> no kids. <laughs> uh, 
Jesus. Uh, De- wait. Sorry. This I'm was a right. total derailment from the man sheet, but like, also I gotta say, it's super awesome to have you guys back on because you guys are fun as shit to talk with about this. And you know, that's like, like the third time you said that. I'm I know, so glad you like, still think that. Thank you, Richie. Thank you. <laughs> Richie's on one today, dude. It's <laughs> the computer. He starts fucking jamming. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fine. I'll get my fucking well, revenge see, the, on Friday. The big difference is I don't have to hold my stupid phone. Bro. I can sit back relaxed. I'm comfortable, man. Yeah, you're more He's talkative than you've been the in the last fucking 35 episodes, so that's fucking I know. Good. <laughs> I like it. Keep the momentum, Richie. No, Keep he was more talkative in the first, like, 15, and then he discovered SnowRunner. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, I, I haven't played SnowRunner in... All right. Fucking forever. Joke. Literally, yeah. you? Joke. R slash wood. Joke on you. I was way below that joke. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, I got 15 minutes, so let's hear a little more about this manchie, and then oh I gotta go Oh my god. Loops. What do you gotta go do things? You I have to put a floor life. in the thing. Fuck that floor. Dude, Curtis it's doesn't have a floor. Why does Luke need Curtis was Curtis literally messaged me this morning. He was like, so you want to do mine next? I said, no! I'm not doing your floor! Get out of here! Before Harlan well, you and Luke and me, none of us know how to build tube around, like, so you can set a floor up on top of it. It's all, like, like, Luke, your wheel wells have coming out. They, they look great, by the way, but they do. it's they been do. a nightmare to set that up. It's like, how the hell are we gonna like, how do you get the tubes and the sheet metal to connect and look half decent? It's been a pain in the ass. So, the way that you can is you can go check out FMG Ping's YouTube channel, and he has a really nice video about how to shape metal in a really nice way that's super easy. It's not uh, even my YouTube channel. Me. I just plugged it like it was a fucking ad. Yo, <laughs> hey, hey, Mark, I want $10 for that one, asshole. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Given what I don't know. What's up? Can we skip the ad yet or no? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, you don't got YouTube red. You got to wait a few more seconds. Oh, screw that. <laughs> Ad blockers or Chad. Um, Dude, no, no, no. YouTube red is $5 a month. Okay, but fuck. Now I'm really am feeling like an ad right now. I'm going to yeah, show you. Yeah, you're a goddamn okay. fucking ad. <laughs> oh, Shut up. Shit. Let the fucking people that oh, know what they're talking about get over here. <laughs> oh, God. So oh. you guys went to, you guys said, wait, hold on. Hold on. I just, I'm an idiot. Give me one second. Go back, go back to what you were saying, Graham. I apologize. You only got about 13 more minutes here. We're on the clock. I have a timer actually going for you. Um, oh, we're at, we're at 11 minutes, 22 seconds now. Uh, you better start talking. Uh, well, tell us about his Jeep. Well, you, you are going to have to go here soon, so you might as well give us a little bit of information. All right, I'll give you the you have quick been doing, You've been doing an amazing job, and I'm sorry for the trail trash guys, but this is pretty cool, so give uh, us a little bit. It's, I mean, it's just sheet metal work. I've, it's it's round two of what I did on my Jeep. It's if I had, if me and Jacob had more time than uh, till Friday to have it done, basically uh, not even Thursday. Cause I have Sean's wedding on Friday that I have to go to. So it literally, I have tonight. Uh, if you need it, tomorrow. you can have Saturday too. Yeah. And I, we can work on it some Saturday, but I'm trying to leave Saturday for like the little bullshit and potentially bump stops. Cause we're probably not going to have time to throw those in until Saturday and a bunch of other bullshit. But the floor work is going to be the, that's the brain work. Everything else is, you know, where does the bump stop go? Okay, lift it up and down. Where does it need to stop? You weld it on. Uh, the floor has been, uh, the two work was done quick. I knew that was going to be quick because uh, it was only those those back pieces. I don't 
see any other space for tube really on it currently. I mean, if you really wanted to chop it up, you could put more in, but it's good as it sits. Uh, and then it was okay. just that first day, I've sort of been trying to document it on the story because some people like it, um, is just rebuilding. Because we, if you've saw Luke's Jeep before we uh, we started putting metal back on it, it was like, there's nothing left. It's literally at the outer fenders, the frame rail with a little chunk of floor on it, where he had his fuel cell, and then the, just the rest of it is open. Minus like a, the sides, the frame rails, the middle's all cut out. So there's like, starting with nothing, we built the the side pieces and that panel that went up the tube because we're re really restructuring it based on the outside and things aren't quite straight and all you never notice in a picture you look at one side or the other you're never going to notice that it's not quite that things aren't all lined up yeah well i mean because, like i've said since day one that jeep is tweaked it doesn't yeah. even like you've now that you're working on it can we you have to measure and do each about? side individually because otherwise they don't it doesn't look right yeah, but you can see what I'm talking about, about that whole unibody is tweaked at like three degrees from the yep. driver corner to the passenger tail. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's been a little little funky. It's definitely more crooked than mine was. Uh, I'll, I'll say that. But I think the hard part's mostly done. We have the, that wheel well is... We're going to see how much uh, sheet metal we have left over. We're running kind of low. I only bought one 4x8 sheet. I should have probably bought two, just to have breathing room. Uh, but we're going to get the main floor section done, hopefully tonight. We'll see how far we get. And then whatever we have left over will be for uh, patching and filling in those wheel wells more. Because um, I, I don't mind it with just the hoop. That's sort of how you had it originally, was the hoop was cut out. Yeah. That and was I know you want to close yeah. that off more. I kind of like it because then you can throw rocks and water bottles through straight through to the other yeah, side of the game. I kind of want it a little days. more closed off. Cause I know, like, I know. If so we what, have material, we can do it. What uh, is the plan, though? Because you have to accommodate room for the coilover. So what's the plan for that center section? Because you have the two fronts where like, the mean, front we of the wheel well connects to the shock hoop and then the back of the wheel well connects to the shock hoop and then the center section is open. Well, just, just leaving as little space as possible for that coilover to be open right we don't want the more space there is that's uncovered the more mud and shit that gets in there right yeah, i've got like, holes in my floor for my shocks but they're really small and it doesn't actually hit that um, i will say yeah, those coilovers well. i don't know if you've lifted the jeep up yet but those coilovers move a fuck ton so if you gotta leave like a six inch gap in there i'm not yeah, gonna fall uh, we haven't flexed it out we, we gotta yeah check that shit out or can they get there it did not really move too far forwards and backwards, though. It mostly rotated side to side. I did notice when me and you were flexing it that day and letting it full droop to full um, compression, it it didn't move forwards and backwards all that much, but definitely side to side had a shit ton of movement. Also, I will look, say, those coilovers seem stiff as hell. Uh, I don't know if they're stiff as hell. They got Because, like, I was jumping on the thing, like jumping on it and it was barely moving i don't know yeah, they also might mean much. need to be broken in yeah because those do need to settle. yes really? they absolutely fucking do they need to settle yeah. they have they okay, well, I just the the long travel leaf springs we put in the t toyota Woo! you get that thing going like <laughs> we, we easily could test full bump on that thing we just had somebody stand on the back jump up and down you get it going and it would fully bottom out on the bump stop it was awesome that's well, pretty I mean, you, you gotta think, Graham. They gotta settle, and 
all they have for travel on them is like what 120 miles or some shit like that on a trailer that's true that's true yeah i don't know they seem a little stiff to me we'll see if that uh holds up when it goes out really i'm but. really if they end up being stiff i'm also okay with that because i do street plan on street driving the fuck out of it so yeah but if you don't have the proper weight then it, either way either way it'll be it'll be cool so so you're just planning on just closing it up enough and what about just making like it the it go around instead of going instead of trying to intrude on the coilover just going on the back side of it and just like make could uh, again, it's all about time and yeah. materials. At this point, it's a we're racing the clock more so uh, anything else. We could build a box for the whole thing, but it's about what's important to have built versus what can Luke do in a driveway in yes. a couple of months if he wants to. I'd yeah. rather get the hard shit that's going to be a pain in the ass for one person to do by themselves done versus you know me and yeah, Jacob. Like, can... I've got a set of Bilsteins coming. I don't know if they're going to be here before Harlan, but I'm hoping they will be for the front. Because I know I'm not going to have like the bump stop situation entirely tied up up there, but I've got it kind of situated. And these shocks are going to help with that. Like, I mean, it's a shitbag solution, but they're like 200 bucks. So I mean, you can always rob my shocks if you need them, if you need something, because mine are still good, and they have uh, 11 inches I of travel. I think that yours are going to be too big. I'm looking at the 12-inch short body Bilsteins. Give me measurements, because we could always rob mine if you need them. If you need shocks, I would be your Graham would be the person to talk to on that. Otherwise, I'm just going to order from my old Amazon cart, because I okay, have all sure. that shit there. Or I can get you some. I can get you some for, I think I paid $11 for mine. So And they're not no they're, they're bad they're bad but it, it'll uh, work yeah no i've got the same <laughs> ones that you have on the front of mine now they're just shot yeah. because they've been like mutilated and abused repetitively yeah. you uh, change your shocks what my shocks up front <laughs> i haven't changed mine in like three years uh, yeah <laughs> they're well, blown the fuck out <laughs> still rides okay i'm not super concerned about it Mine was bad. I've noticed that, like, even Buckley's just like, this thing doesn't, like, flop around anymore. I'm like, yeah, it's because my shocks were gone. There was nothing. Like, you could just sit there and go, wait, you're like, it was like an accordion. You know, you're like a, was it, yeah. is that an accordion? I'm know. not justifying new shocks. I have the fucking coilovers. You have shocks. Fuck. You just need to see if they'll fit. Uh, yeah, but those aren't going in mine. Those are going in the purple Jeep. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. I need gotcha, to get Kevin's gotcha. done. That's next, after Luke's and I put my axle back together. I got two new trips. Oh, we already talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm excited. Wait, we did? Oh, I wasn't paying attention. Sort of did. We sort of uh, did. Well, I them. do you want to get the fuck out of here? This is a good time to sign you off. We put a little attention on you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess that's probably... Uh, I would have loved to hear more about the match. You'll have to actually listen to the episode. Oh, all righty get get your ass out of here we'll chat with you later right. have fun working on something so it was good talking to you guys uh, i'll yeah, talk you to you out. later hopefully so you guys went on a harlan not a harlan trip you guys went to winrock i heard right yeah we want, do we want to hop in that luke or are you uh um i got a couple more questions about the manchi before we hop into that because right, start talking then mister get going i gotta ask which is like at this point the catchphrase fucking um 
What are you doing for a cage? Because I know that you guys probably are going to be putting one on, and I'm not trying to go and fucking sell my services, but I will be down there with a Rogue Fab Air Over Hydraulic Tube Bender pretty damn soon. Funny story about that. Uh, we had a guy message us on Instagram and said, hey, I've got a a DNA extreme cage for a Comanche that I'm not oh. going to use. I bought it all. That's another. And that shit happens for Casey all the time, and nobody's ever hit us up with like anything useful for me. But say. <laughs> well, I will try and fucking help you out with the fifty woes when I go back up to Connecticut, but probably not this time. The next time, because I do have a junkyard up there that I go to. If we just need one axle, they'll throw it on the trailer while I'm there. What kind we'll of condition talk- are they normally in there? Like, we'll, t- uh, we'll talk, we'll <laughs> talk about it later. We'll talk okay. about it later. I. I have an idea for you. Okay. We, we can talk okay. about it after podcast. We, sure. We'll figure it out. He's coming up here, so it wouldn't be the end of the world. I can part with mine or something and then wait for my guy to get one and then get hit. Either way, we'll figure it out. Don't don't sweat it. Okay. Um so so what's the, what's this whole DNA cage thing? Are you thinking about grabbing it or are you grabbing it? What's the plan there? Well, I've I've looked at this cage a lot and and I kind of wanted to go with something on the inside instead of an XO. You seem and like so, you're not a short dude, though. So to me, that like causes a lot of issues because I'm not tall, and my head's like three inches from my roof. Uh, at first, uh, when he messaged us, I read the damn post wrong, and I could have swore he said EXO, and and I was wrong. But he was in uh, he was in Jacksonville, Florida, which is was six maybe seven hours from us and he said that he wasn't going to get a chance to be able to ship it because he was having to go he's from ohio and his father was getting fairly old and he wanted to go spend a little time with him before he passed away so the job that i that i work we do things around florida and i had set it up to where i was going to go do a couple surveys on a gas station that wasn't too far from there swing by pick it up buy it he was asking six hundred dollars for the cage and it sells for them for twelve hundred dollars so things things fell through with work and i didn't get to go down so i done told this guy i was going to buy it then it was 600 bucks so it was one saturday morning about four o'clock i jumped in the truck drove straight down there met the guy in a home depot parking lot and was a super super cool guy he he wanted to talk about, you know, his build and everything. And I, I really wanted to listen. And I told him that to us. I said, look, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but I've got seven hours back to the house. He's like, holy shit, I didn't know you drove that far. But I, I like doing that, so to say. I mean, I think I spent 15 hours on the road that day. Just just me and, and my thoughts. But anyways, I got it back, opened it up, realized it was for an, you know, an end cap cage. So we didn't know how it really was going to work. So there was a couple of things that we we tweaked on it as we was putting it in, and it's it's actually I don't see any problem. It doesn't it doesn't take up a ton of room inside, and we're also not putting his seats back on factory seat rail, so we have a lot of play with yeah how far down the seat can go and possibly how far back the seat can go. We're not limited to what the factory seat rails can do. I've got a couple other odds and end pieces that we're going to put in the cage. Other than that, it's besides tying it into the rock sliders, it's pretty much done. 
Yeah, I'm not going back out without a cake. It ain't gonna happen. I can't yeah, I say that I blame you. Uh, <laughs> for me, I think part of my problem was that I went, I put sliders in mine because at some point in time, I'm going to teach Morgan how to drive my damn XJ. Just like shooting, she's going to end up getting bit by the bug eventually. So I have to be able to. How many times you have to try, it's going to happen. Yeah, I have to be able to push the seat forward to midget height. And I had to put them in at an angle because. I have to have it all the way back sitting up against my B-pillar. And to give you an idea as to where I put the B-pillar in, uh, John, I know you did a cage. My B-pillar mounts behind the pillar on a two-door. I have to have yep. mine kicked back that far because I got kind of like a really weird body shape. So I got like longish legs. And if I don't have it kicked back that far, I can't be comfortable with the steering wheel. Um, and yeah, awkward seating position. Cause it's like, I can hop in Curtis's Luke's or not Luke's, uh, Graham's Collins and feel perfectly comfortable. Luke's is a very interesting seating position. It does, it does feel very odd. Uh, and I, I don't know how to explain it because I don't think you're doing the best job of explaining it, but I wouldn't know how to do it better, um, but it's weird. It definitely is weird. Yeah. Well, like it's really, he's far got back. long legs, short torso. Yeah, so in order to accommodate that, I had to kick it really far back to be comfortable with the factory steering wheel. And I had to lower the seats down, but even with the seats lowered down and kicked back, I don't have a lot of headroom either. Uh, because I went with the Corbu Baja SS Fat Boys. And still, and on the factory seat rails? No, not on the factory seat rails. I actually had... Um, I bought Grand Cherokee seat rails to put into my old buggy, and I ended up cutting those so they're only a half inch over the tube mounts that I have going to the floorboards and tied into the cage um, and the rockers. So, like, it's as low as I can get it. I don't know. I don't fit into a Cherokee very well. If I ever yep. build a buggy, I'm going to lift the body like, if I ever build a Cherokee buggy, I'm going to lift the body up about three inches just to get some headroom. Yeah, I don't have that problem. I mean, my B-pillar is probably maybe three inches behind the actual B-pillar in the Jeep. And then my harness bar is curved, like, perfectly around those PRP seats. So I can slide it back. I mean, where I sit, the seat's all the way back as far as it'll go. If it's taller, then you're not driving my Jeep. Yeah, yeah. I'm not taller than either. It's... There's not a whole lot of people lining up to want to drive right, drive a right-hand drive. It's it's weird. Oh, what the and fuck it, is wrong with people? I would well, fucking hop on sick. that shit. Hell yeah, that sounds fucking cool. <laughs> that again, it is. Oh, sorry. I, that's the reason why I wanted to do it, anyways, is because I, you know, I've, I had that one for so long, and and, and when we wheeled it for a, for a while, and I just I just couldn't let it go, and so we, it was kind of like a, I like a bittersweet type of deal to, to really, I guess take what was left of the beer can XJ and 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 it kind of live on a little bit more. I think there's actually several parts and several different jeeps around from where we live that I was just if it was a good part like here you want this you can have it. 
Yep. That's pretty dope. A lot of that shit has gone on with my stuff. Uh, Richie's got... What do you have again? I know you got a shit ton of stuff off of my old Jeep. Um, your Run front locker, it. your tires, suspension. I'm sure that Die. some of that shit ended up in Cody's Jeep too, somehow. I didn't get nothing. No. Uh-huh. I was no. supposed to. There was a conversation that you and I had about me buying the axles, everything, and the tires, but then it was right as Richie was getting his gold Jeep. He uh, he had the black one at the time, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, and or the red one. I forget which one it was. It, might it have been was the black, the black one. one, and then what? I parted the black one out in my shop. Yes. So that was the stipulation. Was it was like right as I was getting the thirty sixes, we were just starting to chat, and you had offered them to me, and I was like, all right, let me figure it out. And then that's when we kind of uh started going in different directions because then richie got his jeep you were really excited to get him going so you then gave him most of the stuff or offered it to him or whatnot to make that all happen uh so yeah sorry if you ended up getting screwed out of that stuff i didn't mean for that to go down like that you're good i'm i'm happy with how it turned out because i was able to learn a whole lot more oh and then you got the axle out of the black jeep and we redid that whole axle there at the shop yep yeah so that was the the turning like the turning spot i guess for me was because we were going to do the welded diff we were going to do we did the locker that day but then we realized i had a dana 35 trash piece of shit but it never ended up killing itself so it worked um (laughs) um i distinctly remember someone blowing apart multiple yokes at my house that was okay okay that was my Um, lee springs fault no 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 no. that was also your axles fault because your u-bolts had worn so far into the tube that they were loose get this guys you will and they were they were off of an 825 i did not know that there is a tube difference so just to clarify just to clarify I was, I mean, I was fresh as hell. <laughs> like, I did not know what I was doing. I robbed the lift off of my 96 Cherokee that had a dying motor and put it in this Jeep. And then I didn't know that I took the U-bolts off. So I used used U-bolts that were from an 825, tightened the shit out of them, and it snapped the centering pins on the Leafs. And I would, like, there, uh, it was bad. It was fucking bad. It was all bad. So to give you my first XJ became rear steer. I remember that. That was horrible. I ended up laying in a fucking creek in January or February, swapping your fucking yoke. And you're, yeah, so he snapped. No, no, no. We didn't swap a yoke. You're right. I ended up having to. We replaced the centering pin, new U bolts, and we had to fucking ratchet strap the axle back, like, straight so we could get it in position and everything. We had my dad running parts and tools from home home in harmington up to the mass border yeah and then i was driving down with my cherokee to go and get the parts so get this <laughs> you'll appreciate this because i saw your guys fucking choke loco video with that blown up fucking dana 60 popping that high steer arm we're doing all this i drove my cherokee back from this like uh it's a legal trail in on the connecticut uh massachusetts border I drove it an hour back, 
and then drove it another hour back at 10 PSI in the fucking tires and just bombed straight into the fucking woods with a new centering pin. Uh, <laughs> all the tools possibly required to fucking change or fix this shit. And then we ended up having to go back out because we snapped something else. And then um, we had to get tools to cut the bolts to get the drive shaft off of the axle. Wow, that Dude. sounds like an eventful evening. Oh, it was and an then he had to evening. tow me up a, uh, a yeah. solid ice hill to get out of there because my Jeep was only front wheel drive. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, so when you're young and dumb, you can do some cool shit. And then I met, or then, because it was a Sunday evening, I went to work in that Jeep the next morning. And then it shit the flex Same. plate the day after. <laughs> that was the one thing I was lucky. I all my Cherokee was, has always been my second vehicle, always. So I've always had my first vehicle, you know, my my reliable one, and then the shit box was, you know, sitting on the side. So that's one thing that I got pretty lucky with that I never had to go wheeling, blow the shit out of it, and then try to get it to work on Monday. Never yeah, want to do that. I just don't. I'd be too stressed out. That's what I'm See, saying, the, dude. The bitch of it was at the time that that happened. The Cherokee was the second vehicle, but my truck was torn apart in my garage at the time. Gotcha. So I ended up driving the thing from Harmington to Waterbury, which is it's about like a half hour drive on the highway for me. Um, front wheel drive, sixty five miles an hour. Jeez. And I did I did daily mine a lot, like all the way up until it got forties. Really, all the way up until I put the LS in. I was driving that thing. I mean. At least three or four days a week, most of the time. I daily mine too. Yeah, I, dri- I mean, I was driving mine. I work like 45, 50 minutes from home. Oh, mm-hmm. I just like driving. I was like, well, if I drive it on the street and I have some issue come up, at least it'll happen on the street. It's easier to fix than if I'm in the woods. So I never really had any like horrible trail breaks mm-hmm. because every time it broke something, blew a radiator hose or whatever, I was just driving it on the street. <laughs> Well, See, like, my my whole thing is, uh, for the most part, my gold Cherokee has been my only vehicle until earlier this year when I picked up my Chevy. But I, I beat the snot out of the thing for a solid like year and a half or so, no problem. Now we did we would drive to the trail a lot. Yeah, well, that's all we ever did for the first what two years probably. Yeah, until until Didn't matter where until we both put our jeeps on forties. We we drove them everywhere. We drive to Alabama, Tennessee. It didn't matter. I mean, when my wife's car or something would happen with it, she would drive. She would drive the Jeep to work. And <laughs> people stopped in all the time, like you know, who's driving that? Or do you want to sell it? This that, and the other. And then they were shocked to see that this little five foot nothing <laughs> climbs in the right hand drive one ton swap. That's awesome. That's incredible. Yeah, that that's the one thing that I'm gonna hate once I make it not street drivable is like right now my i have knock sensors in my truck that i just don't feel like doing that are bad so i'm driving a jeep around and i'm gonna hate that once it's on like air shocks or something stupid that i'm not gonna be able to just freely drive it wherever the fuck i want oh, that's gonna suck that'll suck it's a it's a part of the evolution um on the other hand i'm gonna throw this out there like i'm super excited because once i get that jeep down here it's going to have that shitbag rear drive shaft thrown in it from um, 
probably Graham just hacking together a drive shaft to get it so it can wheel Harlan. But after yeah. I get that fixed, I plan on driving that down, driving that down to Georgia to go and see the guys with trail trash. And you know, it's not that far of a drive, so fuck it, I'll drive it an hour and ten, whatever. Oh, that's not bad, dude. What? That's yeah. not bad at all. No, yeah, these guys no, are fucking local compared to you guys, even. <laughs> Shit, I drive an hour. I used to drive an hour and ten minutes just to get down to you to <laughs> yeah. go and fix my Jeep. So like that ain't bad at all. <laughs> well, come on, we got some uh we got some more V eight stuff that we need to put back together and the transmission and all that shit. Hey, after so I'm gonna be honest, um after the end of October I'll be free. Until the end of October, there ain't no fucking hope in hell because I'm going to Connecticut, then I'm going to Harlan, then I've got that following weekend we're doing the podcast with colin for the one year anniversary and yeah. i swear to god i will be driving back to massachusetts to strangle that motherfucker if he bails on us again um <laughs> which by the way if you need axles then i will happily pick them up after i've strangled him and i'm on the lamb on the way back so you know no problem <laughs> If you strangle him hard enough, he's got a 14 bull and a, a 05 plus 60 just, just sitting there, you know? You oh, it is already cleaned up. Yeah, and he's got a trust. Yeah, that's weird. You know, that's, that's odd. <laughs> uh, so, can we go on to Windrock now, or are you going to shove I would shove say that that's, that's good enough. Yeah, we could. I think we covered the mansion enough. You guys agree? Yeah. yeah. All right, give us some dirty deets on Windrock. Windrock. Goddamn no <laughs> God main boys. Jeez. No, that, that's a speech impediment right there, sir. <laughs> okay, Biden. Okay, alright. That's offensive. That's offensive. The timestamp, timestamp. We need no, that uh, edited out. No, Stop that's... talking about it. We ain't got to cut it out. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, how was Windrock? We heard you had a little bit of an adventure there. So, what happened? It was a good time. Where I mean, start? Windrock's always a good time, but uh, more specifically, the people that we went with and the people that we met up there uh, made it even better. But who'd you go with? So the the people that we went that went up there, I guess because of us, the people that we invited were Dwight, Eddie, Todd, uh, and us. Did we invite ourselves? Yeah. Well, I invited you. <laughs> okay, and I invited you. <laughs> Oh, so we got up there. We already knew um, there's a the other the guy who led the extreme ride. His name is also John Moore. Um, that was a running fucking joke all weekend. Yeah, and we had met him the year before, so we we already knew him, but we didn't know him that well. Uh, so we get up there about a little after lunchtime on Friday, and when we pulled in, uh, John Moore's wife was the one getting everybody to sign in because we were there for the bleeping jeep fan ride and she was like they are waiting on y'all to get here <laughs> you know if i'm being oh, honest yeah. i gotta interject i don't know how the fuck you can do them fan rides because when i show up to wheel i'm there to fuck i'm not there to fucking we sit around we, we know that when we go up there we're not going to do a lot of riding but we get to meet a ton of people yeah. and he like, I, I don't know if you know who MJ Crawlin is from All Instagram. Right. You know what? We're oh, talking yeah. about shitbox royalty. We got trail trash. We're bringing up MJ Crawlin. What the fuck, man? He, he was there. We met him for the first time there. That's Super right. cool dude. Um, 
and I'm going to go ahead and, and throw this out there before we go any further. We are trying to plan our own ride in the spring. It will most likely be at AOP. Bill Pribble will be there. He has dropped this on any kind of social. Yeah, we hadn't. We're not. Yep. We hadn't put this on the Instagram or anything yet. Uh, but this oh is our, shit! First so, release. Yes, yeah. so, this is new hotness right here. All off the press. Woo. So if any of your listeners are listening, they get a little sneak peek into the yeah. background. That's sick. Yep. I like that. So tell um, us about it. What's going on with so, it? So we're planning a ride. We got um, the pork chop will be there. Dwight will be there. Um, hopefully, Brad's that's pork chop. Hopefully, his brothers will come and their dad. Um, John Moore said he would be there. Hopefully Jeremy and the Chubby Chaser will be there. I've already talked to him. Um, and we were talking back and forth, kind of throwing around ideas of what we wanted to call it. Cause we didn't really want to call it a fan ride. That just sounds kind of arrogant. Yeah. A little bit. So <laughs> like, we got to come up with something more creative than that. And Dwight go came with up the with the classic idea. trail bash. If you go with the classic know. trail bash, I think, I think we're going to call it the trail trash meat and beat. I can't argue with it. So I love I it. I said the first annual beat off. <laughs> <laughs> so Luke, Even honestly, if you ever need to name something, bounce ideas off of Luke. I don't know how the fuck this dude comes up with our episode names, but they're fucking phenomenal. I don't know. How, like, just bounce things off of him. He'll give you a really good idea of what you need. Honestly, he will. He's a. The white said the trail trash bash. I think that was Eddie. Yeah, which was a pretty good one too. Yeah, My favorite still has to be Bobcast. That the was Bob, dude, like... that incredible. The Bobcast. I don't know why, but it just works so fucking well. The the mullet thing, dude. Who the fucking thinks of that? That was a perfect. Like, yeah, it was all business. We were talking to them all respectfully, and then it was all trashing them, dude. That's fucking beautiful. Come on, that's incredible. I don't know how you do it, but keep it going. That's sick. <laughs> Get white and trashy yeah, with Sometimes it. Sometimes I just. Go through our episode list just to read the names again. It's so good. Uh, so this one's going to have something zesty because you can't have a fucking trail trash and not have it be funny. <laughs> <laughs> we, so, we've got questions, or we, we've been asked about it all the time for the last several years on, hey, if y'all was to ever do a fan ride or something like that, you know, we would come up. And so we're kind of, we want to see where if people would put money where their mouth is and. If we do something like this, will people show up? Well, and we not- kept telling people, like, yeah, we're planning something. Yeah, we're planning something. And then it was like, you know, we constantly had the big project going yeah. on and it kept us from doing it. And it seems like we haven't had both rigs going in, well, it's been over a year now or close to a year. So it just never worked out. But we're shooting for springtime. That should give us enough time to get his Comanche done and everything wrapped up and be. Yeah, a couple of small rods test things here and there. Maybe we can get our our butts in gear if it's in spring. That's possible. That's possible. It's our butts possible, in gear to but that's also like fifteen hours on the road for you guys. You guys are going to Harlan. What's the difference? Mm. Uh, um, about three hours. MJ crawling and them didn't have no problem with it. Yeah, they said they'd be there. They're from Michigan. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm sure we can. Yeah, get we can, can, Yeah, definitely. Let's go cunt punch Curtis and get him involved. <laughs> I'm down, dude. I'll just convince JB that he's going. I'll throw my rig on JB's trailer, and I'll just make him drive me and Kate will fly Graham down. and yeah. fucking your rig on there. There we go. There we go. We got to plan it around Easter Jeep Safari and Hammers, because Jeremy already yeah. said he planned on definitely doing Hammers and possibly Easter Jeep Safari. So um, okay. we're going to get 
get those dates figured out. But we're thinking probably like late March or, or, or into April. Yeah, okay. that, that might end up actually working out pretty perfect. Because, like, I'm looking at buying a house uh, ideally late January. So okay. if that's the case, I should be able to be financially back on my feet enough to do that. Because I need a fucking shop, like, or at least a place that I can work on my shit and not have it be something where, like, right now I'm living in a small place and I'm renting it, and, like, I have to work off of a trailer if I want to have a flat space to work on anything, so... You can always do, like, some of those guys, (laughs) I think it's, like, the Pacific Northwest, just go rent a a storage unit, use that as your shop. So... I don't know if you up here we can't do that. It is illegal as fuck to work in a storage unit. Really? Dude, yeah. it is bad. Yeah. Like if they if you have a vehicle in there that like that can run and like I don't know, there's some weird stipulation. I definitely know in my part of Massachusetts. Um if it can run, it can't be in there longer than like ninety days unless it has like XYZ done to it and like a certain in- insurance form for re- like storage because I don't know. Yeah, it's in crazy. Massachusetts like, they're fucking Nazis. Yeah, it's bad. I, it, I know in Connecticut here, uh, it varies unit uh, storage place to storage place, but like it ha- it can't be a certain number of years old, but it also it it can also be a certain number of years old, like a a classic or whatever. Um, it can't leak any oil. If it leaks oil, you have to get all these kinds of special mats and everything. You have to prove that it doesn't leak oil. Oh my That's god! Hey, let me tell you how how uh, not strict our logs is. You could have a meth lab in one. Easy. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. If I ever need to start cooking meth, I'll just come down and hang out near you guys. It'll be fine. Oh, yeah. yeah, Cleveland's <laughs> definitely got that problem going too. Uh, well, yeah, oh, apparently shit. they make all the fucking meth over there. Self. Oh well. Um, but yeah, no, like, I'm not, I'm looking at trying to buy a place and actually get, like, a fucking legit shop going again, though, because I want to at least have enough room to park two vehicles being worked on actively at the same time in there, because ultimately, um, Morgan and myself have been talking about it, and, um, one of the stipulations on the ring is that I get to build a buggy. So there's that, and then there's the shooting doesn't get touched. Those two things are the stipulations, and everything else I'm perfectly okay with. So, you know, uh, but I want to be able to build a buggy. Like, I've got some really cool ideas that I want to try out, and I've also realized that I'm, like, a set of coilovers away from being done with my XJ. If I go further than that with that XJ, the next step is I cut out all the tube work, I cut everything out of it, I lift the rocker panels up six fucking inches, and I cut the whole fucking frame out from the firewall and the firewall back, and then start over with just a shell. There's no, like, in-between on this, you know what I mean? Yeah. If I want to go any further, it's just cheaper to go with an Ibex. And I know I've talked about this on previous podcasts, but 
it's just where I'm at with it. Like, I can't kill that XJ, or if I'm going to kill that XJ, it's going to be killed and come back. There's no, like... Yeah. So, Windrock. Yeah. Uh, how'd it go? <laughs> I was off. It was wet and uh, slick. So we got there. We got there Friday, and they were all ready to go because Dwight and Brad, his brothers, they were all there Thursday. Um, so they were like, you know, sitting on pins and needles waiting for us to get there on Saturday so they could go ride. And they wanted to go with us. So there was like, "Fuck you guys! We know y'all got it set up, but we're ready to ride." Yeah. So we, we got there, unloaded, went straight to Walden's Ridge. Which, which is, was the second time in two years, which was fucking awesome. Yeah, it's a cool yeah. trail. I watched that video. It looked like you guys had a blast. Yeah, Walden's Ridge is awesome. It's a cool place. Um, so we did that on Friday. And then um, our buddy Todd twisted the splines on his rear drive shaft in his buggy um, on part of Walden's Ridge. And so we realized that once we got back to camp, we were trying to figure out exactly what we were going to do, how we were going to fix that and try to get him through the weekend. So um, we pulled the drive shaft out. Square uh, tube drive shafts on buggies. Just <laughs> accept it and go for it. Well, we ended up welding this. He, he had, actually, I think Dwight did it. Dwight welded the splines back or added an additional weld on top to the yoke end um, just to try to help keep it together. And it worked because he drove it the whole rest of the weekend, never had a problem out of it. So wait, uh, you welded the slip yoke together? No, the end at the yoke. It had a really long slip yoke in it. Uh, I, I think what had happened, what me and Todd was talking about, is uh, the place that had built it, kind of, they didn't build it off the measurements on what they were... They were given. Well, that drive shaft came out of his old buggy. They didn't have that built for that buggy. Oh, I thought he was telling me that they had it built for that one. No, that drive shaft came out of his old oh, no, buggy. No, no, no. They had to shorten it up because it's it's been cut in the okay. middle. And what if they ended up cutting it too short, so it left a lot of a slip out, and then they just ran it. Yeah. Oh. So at the, at the end, at the end where the splines meet the yoke end, mm-hmm. uh, it actually like broke a couple of the splines. It loose. looked like a candy cane. Yeah, so he welded that bag just to try to keep keep it together as much as possible, and it worked. Um, so sat fr- uh, let's see, Friday night they typically do the night ride, mm-hmm. and we just kind of got left behind because we were helping him do that. Uh, but we did oh, end up going out catching so up to him. Is night riding a big thing in the South? Because in New England, it's like there's one off road park which is F and F that allows it. Otherwise. It's kind of like a no-no. Have lots on your shit down here. Yeah, I don't think Because that's the... Usually there's no video and when it comes down to night riding, so everybody gets in the woods and we just have a fucking blast. Okay. Interesting. Oh, God. You guys are going to end up making me fucking launch a Dana 60 carrier like I launched that eight and a quarter. <laughs> like I said, you get around a couple of us that gets you know, our vices on and we'll talk into doing some dumb shit. I'm going to be honest with you guys. It's been so fucking long since I wheeled. You ain't talking me into shit for a little while. It's going to be like baby's taking his fucking first steps back into it because I, I shit you not. I haven't driven a manual fucking vehicle in a year and a 
year and a month now. So oh it's going to be embarrassing as fuck when I go out there to Harlan. I've kind of been... Like, it was a while between, you know, me tearing into mine to do the LS and getting it back out, and then everything being new and different, and we had a couple of problems right out of the gate, so it was, like, really this Windrock trip that I started to feel like, okay, I can beat on this thing again. Like, it it, it can take it. It's going to be okay. Yeah, it was, uh, it's, well, we've we done some pretty, pretty gnarly shit. But just because it was wet made it that much worse, and yeah. it had rained, like, the entire week before leading up to last weekend so it just was soaking wet and it was not going to dry out so and not only that though it's like there's a lot of people out there's like those are fucking dot tires that's fucking insane because i mean he's crawling spots that you know the sneaky rock bouncers are kind of having problems with it was that the video it don't really the grabber effect that, that it's a decent spot or two what i think <laughs> <laughs> giving himself a little credit yeah, yeah, we'll give you the pat on the back. All the shit out of it. <laughs> I put you where you needed to be. Um, a good counter is worth a lot on though. We uh, I only had to winch once, and it was going downhill. Yeah. Also, I'm not gonna lie. From looking at your YouTube videos, like you'd assume with Trail Trash as the username, that like we'd expect a Smitty belt. Nah, you guys are fucking rocking Warren with fucking synthetic rope. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> no, so so I want to hear more about oh, having to winch down a hill. There's if you'd have to dig back far into the archives of the Instagram, but as last year we we come down to the bottom and the, it splits off into two spots. One's called Cadillac Hill and the other one's called Rail Trail. And last year we done Rail Trail. No, last year we did Cadillac. I mean Cadillac Hill, sorry. <clears throat> to get down to these trails is a, a huge I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. It's it's in a real fucked up spot. The bypass only, only is, because every time we've done it, it's been soaking wet. Yeah, if and, it was dry, you yeah. just go down through there like it's nothing. But because it's soaking wet and it's on like muddy rocks, you have to be and this super careful. Great lot fucking paint butter. It's okay. So I got a stupid question for you in regards to that because you know you guys know Southern Wheel. What's your take on going with the DOT? Uh, you know the Baja Mickey's where they've got like that fucking stupid. It almost looks like a TSL on cocaine versus going with uh, the sticky whatever no not the usd they're the mickey thompson baja oh yes, 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 yes yeah yeah versus going with the sticky baja pro which looks like an mtr what is it better to go with something where it's going to clear more shit or is it better to go with the sticky where it's got a little bit more tread blocks to it and it's going to clog up a little better or a little it's worse it's hard to say in that sense because, like every every place that we went to, is a little bit different, and what works for one place doesn't really work well for the other. And we we will. Brad's brother's got the the Mickey. What are they called? The Baja Pro Pro X's. Yeah. The Mickey Stickies. The ones like. Uh, like they look like the fucking paddle tires, almost. Yeah, and those things. I mean, in the dirt, those things are just big. It's insane. Yeah, well, like with him. That's what really sold me on. I mean, we, we've been around these before, but to where it didn't matter where he went, if he can turtle that thing on both diffs, 
And as long as one tire and one of those lugs can get a little bit of traction, it didn't matter. It, he would just drag right across it. And then the other hand's like, you know, something for you know Jonathan's and the STT Pros. We got to kind of be a little bit weary on where we're sticking the diff at. Uh, they get great traction on those sand rocks, but you go to dip one out, then that takes it back to being winched downhill. When we were sliding down, there was just this one fucking rock that stuck up just high enough that had a little bit of a lip that when his front diff hit it, that was it. There was no going past it. We couldn't back up. It hit it, I hit it with enough speed that it picked up the front tires. So, and then I couldn't back up. So, I had no so option. That right there just tells me you didn't hit it fast enough. Well, the problem with that was is I was I was spotting him downhill because this was a spot that you had better have some finesse or you was going to be more than on your top. And when I say on your top, it's like nose to top. It's and then you're gonna bounce so off the tree. When what you. you're telling me is I'm not allowed to go there because I got about the same finesse as a baby Sasquatch. <laughs> You're about as nimble as a water buffalo. It's like every trail that we've done there, I would love to go redo in the dry. Yeah. Because we've been able to get up everything in the wet, but I would like to go back when it was dry just to see. Because, you know, there are like hard lines that you could take, but pretty much everybody stays off those because it's wet. You know, that the, even the easy lines are going to be difficult. Also, I got to ask, how close are you guys? To wow, I keep fucking saying that. I'm an autistic yeah. motherfucker. Um, hey, you find something you like it, you stick to it. It's normal. It's yeah, literally I mean, your catchphrase. Yeah, <laughs> at this point, I can't fucking stray away from it. But uh, how close are you guys to Choco? Uh, a little over two hours. Yeah, just a little, just a little over two hours. All right. So worst case scenario for me, that's three hours, right? Yeah. Because yeah. you guys are an hour away. So even if it's going the opposite direction, you guys are three. Fuck, man! I managed to land perfectly in the fucking center of wheeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You really did. That's, I mean, to Winrock from from here to Winrock is the same distance as uh as what the other guys are like in Smyrna, Smyrna, Tennessee, and the same distance from us. It's, but yeah, like from where roundabouts where you're at, yeah, you're in a perfect fucking position up there. Not only that, I mean, how far you got Black Falls, Kentucky, just. Right above you, dude. Fucking, I'm three hours from Harlan. Worst case, I'm three hours from Choco. I'm an hour and a half from Windrock. I go shooting and fucking. Um, I've got a buddy that's got land up in near Windrock, so I was just up there. And while I was up there doing some fucking goon shit, there was probably fifteen rock bouncers on their way up there. I saw what is it, Tim Cameron's new buggy? Oh yeah, on the fucking highway. That was cool as shit. Um, yeah, it, this is a fucking awesome spot for wheeling. Like, now I'm if you, super ecstatic. If you end up coming down to, to meet us and us go wheeling somewhere, there's, we got a couple of downfalls. One, we, we like to leave early and two, I don't know if you've tried Cracker Barrel yet. <laughs> uh, I know what Cracker Barrel is and I know that either it's some of the best fucking food you're ever going to eat or it's the worst case of the shits you're ever going to get. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes uh, that's, both. That's our big thing is like on Fridays when we leave for a trip, we stop at Cracker Barrel, get some breakfast, and if not, God, I feel you like you guys are my fucking people already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
We have Cracker Barrel. You hear that, Cody? He's got our replacements. Dude, it's fucked, but it's whatever. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, one of them's yeah, chunked. Cody's like, you know, the one, one of them that fucking like got him here. What happened? And Cody's the one that fucking brought him on the fucking podcast. So. All I said was, hey, do you guys want to come hang out with us for an hour? That's all I said. I didn't do anything special. <laughs> oh, we run across a moment. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, also, Sorry, this chop behind closed doors thing. Yeah. Pork Chop um, just hit us up, and he said that he's down to do a podcast, so that's going to be entertaining. You got any shit that I should throw at him? Yeah, tell him he needs to take some driving lessons. Yeah, keep that, keep that damn thing off its side, and uh, stop blowing the fucking hatches off of it. <laughs> Alright, well, I'm not going to say either of those things, because it's mildly entertaining as fuck. <laughs> You'll get him started, and then it'll be more entertaining, I promise you. I'm excited Perfect. to chat with him, man. That'll be sweet. Got it. So poke the chop. Uh, you know, we're going on, what is it, an hour and 40-something minutes here? You guys got anything else you want to talk about with Windrock or that Manchi? What's coming up that we should be looking forward to on YouTube? Uh, shout your social a, medias. We got a Windrock video coming out hopefully this Friday. Ooh. So be on the lookout for that. You'll get to see Walden's Ridge, Trail 15, and Rail Trail the whole weekend. Okay. That's going to be dope. Um, yeah, we're getting out of the knot stuff because the knot footage, is, it just doesn't do well. Also, okay. I got to say, fucking, I cannot get over the size of Windrock. Like, I Barely keep looking at it, and I'm like... We've barely even seen... Yeah, we've not even scraped the service. Yeah. It doesn't compute. It's like what thirty nine hundred or thirty nine thousand acres of trail. Yeah, it's uh, like seventy something, seventy seventy something, seventy four thousand acres. Holy shit! I think that they mapped it out and it was like thirty nine thousand acres of drivable trail. Yeah, that's, that's probable stuff. Uh, like the bleeping jeep guys, right dead center of the park, they have a big, big, big piece of property that they lease. And we have yet to have our schedules lined up to where we go up and hang out with them for the weekend. It's coming. You know, I'm not the biggest bleeping Jeep fan, but I would definitely be down to go down to that. Because, you know, fuck it. It's an hour and ten minute drive. Go beat the shitbox a little bit. Fucking show you guys how to drive manual. Because apparently that's a lost art down there. If there was another guy, he's... He's not real big in the social media and stuff like that, and uh, it, it'd be cool to get to talk to him. It, it's Eddie that drives a Toyota. He can drive that semi like it's a Dude, fucking auto. that guy is fucking sick. I was watching your videos, and he seems like he's fun as fuck. The red yeah, Toyota it, buggy, right? Or like yeah. the truggy thing? That thing's cool as shit. Yeah. yeah. Whitrock has a lot of blue trails. Yes, yes, they do. Uh, that was part of the reason why I was suggesting for the 2022 trip that we do Windrock. Because if we bu end up buying a house, you guys can crash at the house for the first night, and then we can go to Windrock, get a cabin, and party. And then right. go hit the okay. trails. Yeah, it's well, not... I, um, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. It's a, it's, it's a big place, but there's not a ton of like super hard stuff up there and it is kind of spaced out. So if you want to go hit like the really iconic difficult trails, you got to do a lot of driving. 
So, is it better to hit AOP if you want to party? If you want to just go out there and, like, get some serious wheeling done, yeah, I'd say AOP definitely has. Because, I'm not going to lie, that's our fucking MO. Like, we go out and when we put together a run, we're not putting together a run to go, like, just kind of do a scenic drive. We're there to get down and fucking party. Yeah, like, trail to trail to trail to trail to trail to trail. AOP is way more lenient on what you can do. You can drink on the trail. They say, you know, we we're not, you know, we're not babysitters. They ask you not to, but they're not up there watching you, and they'll tell you that. I it, mean, that, that ain't my thing, but I'm definitely down if it's harder and easier to get to the hard shit. It's if you want to get, if you want to get a little on the wild side, and you and you grenade your shit, it's a better place to be. It's gonna suck getting it off the mountain, but you're a hell of a lot closer there to the parking lot. Than you are if you was at Windrock or you know. Yeah, well, that's starting to sound more like where we should plan our damn trip is the AOP instead of Windrock. What do you yeah. think, Cody? I think both. If they're that close to one another, aren't they what thirty minutes away or something like that? Uh, so it's forty-five minutes to an hour from the center of Windrock to AOP. So that's not bad to plan like a no. maybe like a week trip though. It wouldn't be a fucking one day adventure. Like it'd be. Planned no, out according to split but up like, time. With our group, it's going to be at best three days because everyone's got to take vacation and come down. Yeah, but mm-hmm. if you're planning far enough ahead, don't be a dumbass. Plan accordingly. Yeah, like, no, gonna, I just know that Colin's going to bitch out and Curtis is going to bitch out because of vacation. So fuck you, Curtis, and fuck the you, Colin. The reason I'm even saying that is because I thought we were planning on planning a 2022 2023 like uh, Johnson Valley or. Uh, Sand Hollows style trip, so that wouldn't be a three day trip, you know. I know, but I don't know if we're going to be able to get people to do that. I I've mentioned it once, and some I've gotten definitely some pretty good like turn of like people wanting to. So I can tell you that I will probably not go. Lane, I would be more down to do Area BFE and Moab. Uh, I don't like a lot of people. So then why the fuck would you go to Moab? Because if we go to Moab on a week where nothing's going on, you are not going to have to deal with the same level of trail trash that you're going to have to deal with at Johnson Valley on King of the Hammers. Yeah, I wasn't saying going during King of Hammers. Okay, then I would be down for that. We'll figure it out, but yes, I'd be definitely down to do a trip, but I wouldn't... If I'm driving more than 10 hours, I'm spending more than three days. That ain't fucking happening. So... <laughs> uh, I don't want to hear it because I'm willing to drive to Roush for fucking two days of wheeling with a ten and a half hour trip. So, zip it. <laughs> well, then where were you? Um, yeah. where I was fit. was waiting for my Jeep to be done, and I was trying to give Graham some time to get it done. But apparently, it's going to be banged out in the last three days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, what what I was saying before though was uh, I actually pulled up the trail map for Windrock, you sure and you it up is the right fucking one? spread out. Um, you sure you look at? I'm just making sure you look at the four by four one because there's a uh, mountain biking trail map. There's a oh yeah yeah it was the, also um, there's a hiking trail and there's the RZR trails. It it had everything on it. I also have a gun range. Jesus, I want to. How much do you think is I can find a restricted for? area? 
Six bucks? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm just telling you that you ought to drag Caitlyn down here and come down and party because you ain't got a lot of shit going on in Massachusetts and the South is currently popping off. We can't uh, tell you quote, New England. They will give you a roll sheet and you had better uh, abide by every single one of them. What, they uh, Windrock? They do not play whatsoever. All I'm going to say on that is that I'm used to wheeling in New England, so, like, your rule sheet's probably going to be like, oh, shit, we can do this. Yeah, it's (laughs) pretty, we we stick to a pretty steady, like, thing of rules anyway, so I'm really not that, like, I don't think it'll be that big of a deal. We don't really drink and wheel, we don't do anything stupid, we don't litter, we don't just fucking blow shit up for no reason, like, we're pretty normal, to be honest with you. We're normal, but we're like at the far extreme as you can get on normal. Yeah, we still beat the living shit out of your rigs, but on, I I'd say the best way to describe it is on paper, we are the most rule abiding people. Yeah, but sure. on the other to, hand, we have to because we're in New England. Yeah, you know we we don't have thirty fucking parks within twenty minutes of our houses. That like I mean it's not that big of a deal at Winrock. We've never had a problem, but they do require you to keep your pass, whether it's a day pass, weekend pass, annual pass, whatever. It has to be on you at all times. So if you jump in somebody else's rig and go like, "Yeah, I'm just going to go ride with you," and they stop you, they will try. They will write you up for trespassing, even though they could go look and see that you bought your pass and you're good to go. Just because you don't have it on you, they will write you up for trespassing. Oh, huh. well, that's. So, Roush is not that Nazi about it, but at Roush, if you are not riding the next day as a driver, you have to pay your passenger fee. Yeah. Like, when it's I went... Only, like, 10 bucks or something like that, so it's not anything crazy. But like, it's not yeah, crazy, it's but at the same time... You. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Hey, Winter, it doesn't matter if you are uh, if you drive or you ride, it's the same price. How much is it? $35 a day. Oh shit, that ain't fucking bad. bad. I mean, for a passenger, that's kind of crazy. Don't get me wrong. That's a little fucky. But for a driver, fuck, that's not bad at all. It was what, like, it was like 57 or something like that for Roush this year? Roush is uh, about Roush between the membership, the park cost, and the donation to their insurance is $55 for a driver. Which, by the way, yeah, okay. for the first day, the second day is cheaper because you've already paid into their yearly membership, so they drop that cost. Um, no, it's it, and you have to pay every day. You can't just go there and be like, "I'm chilling for five days." Like, here's all my money. No, they're like, "No, you gotta come back in, sign the papers every day." It's like I get it, but also like, or what the, fuck? the other option is you buy the trail pass for six months, which includes six trail rides. That's the only other option if you don't want to deal with that. Okay, yeah, Winrock, you can pay for the whole the whole day, or you can just buy your annual pass, um, which. Which, I don't know if we invited you guys, but we'll give you guys the invite because, you know, you made the second appearance and all that. Um, You are welcome to the Web Wheelers Ball 4.4. now? Okay. Well, we just did Web Wheelers Ball 2.2 was the last run that Barry made. Web Wheelers Ball 3.3 was the run that you went to. 
So 4.4 yep. 4 is the obvious progression, and that is going to be around Labor Day next year. Or we take it over and make it the blue-collar off-road run. No, there's a lot of heritage behind that. It can be oh, yeah, blue-collar web-wheelers ball, but yeah. it's still the yeah. web-wheelers ball, 4.4. Where don't have it at? Pennsylvania. Rush Creek, Rush Pennsylvania. Creek. It's going to be about a... For you guys, if you are an hour away from me, it's an 11-hour trip to make it it's there. Worth it. It's worth it. It's Also, sick. I got to yeah. fucking... I'm not trying to fangirl too hard, but I do enjoy your guys' six blow. Like, that's tasteful. It's not fucking trashy. It's tasteful with the fucking lift and tire combo. Not terrible. <laughs> I, I'll rate it a 7-7. Seven, seven. <laughs> um... And the Web Wheelers Ball, for if you guys don't know, it's our kind of similar to a meet and greet, like what you guys were talking about. It's a similar thing to that, but we have people come out from Michigan. We have people come from New England, and it's kind of the central meeting place for all of us. And we invite the guests that we have on the podcast too, as yeah. well. I mean, we also, like, if a listener, granted, mo like, if a listener wanted to go, we wouldn't be like, no, you can't come, fuck you, like, it's an open place, just come and hang out, but, like, we directly invite, like, people that okay. we have for guests and whatnot. Yeah, we, the we only, oh, sorry. We've go definitely ahead. talked about trying to venture out and, you know, experience more than just the normal three parks that we usually go to. <laughs> um, cool. Oh, well, shit, then come all the way up to my Actually, place. Last. <laughs> next year, Curtis is planning a one-week trip up New England. Oh, Curtis no is planning a one-week trip up to New England, but I'm going to have to get more fucking dates out of him than just, like, a one-week trip, whereas we know the Web Wheelers Ball is going to happen. Oh, yeah. I was just saying, like, if they really wanted to make, like, a fun, like, a, if they make, if they wanted to make it worth it for the trip, it'd probably be that week, because I know that, like, we were planning on, like, planning out different, uh, properties all across New England to go to, to really just show him and others like what New England Wheeling's about and all that. You know, so it's gonna sound really stupid, but what the fuck is the name of that property? Um, I don't know. You tell me. Brookridge. Brookridge. Yeah. I would legitimately pay good money to go and run the Reds on Brookridge again. Brookridge. Brookridge. <laughs> the Reds there. Holy fuck, are those insane? I would pay good money for that. Brookridge. Yeah, Brookridge. I know exactly like what you're reds. thinking. Oh, oh. All no, the new cut reds with, yes, that you... I did with Colin and them. Holy yes, fuck. Chris, that I is Oshawa. a G killer. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. I mean, Brookridge would be alright because the blacks and blues are fun. And, and we could camp there and then hit Battlegrounds the next day. I'm not camping there. It's a gross buggy mess. I'll sleep in the fucking truck if, before I camp there. It's gross. Alright, so, I, I mean, know. with the people named Trail Trash, we can't be offended by sleeping in the truck. Dude, just, <laughs> sitting in the, just sitting in the parking lot, I've walked away with, like, 60 mosquito bites, and I was only there for, like, five minutes. Fuck sleeping. I, I'd rather die. I on the trailer this weekend. Yeah. On a hammock, though, with a canopy over it. It was actually pretty nice. There you go. That ain't uh, bad. Shit. You guys are so my people. So, like, my plans for any road trip that's, like, decent in length is keep the mullet in check, show <laughs> up with a fucking at least 12 rack, if not preferably 18 or 30 rack, a good beer, like, 
and higher proof than Bud Light. And well, um, Natterdays. Ah, uh, dude, I'm down with Natterdays if we're gonna be fucking partying all night long. Um, Platinums, Bud Light Platinums. That's the way to go, right there. All right, fucking New England trash. <laughs> Just go straight um, Budweiser. Miller High Life is pretty good too. Those things are cheap. You get an 18 pack for like seven dollars. It's fucking oh, man, mint. I'm a Miller guy. That's, that's oh my yeah. Dude, it still blows me away that like a 12 pack is like I think it's seven dollars and thirty cents, and then an 18 pack is like nine dollars. You're getting almost double the beer. What the fuck? How does that even make sense? Like, I really have been enjoying since I moved the Sweetwater Brewing Co. out of Athens, Georgia. Gentleman Jack. Oh man. Yes, sir. <laughs> Get the single barrel of puss. Keep that motherfucker on me, you know. <laughs> Get the single barrel. Alright, so I think we covered a decent amount of shit tonight. Um, thank you guys for coming on. Yeah, Any closing remarks? And remember, check them out on YouTube at Trail Trash and also at Instagram, Trail Trash. Yeah, their YouTube channel is surprisingly enjoyable, even if you're an autist. Um, so... What? What? How, what? What the fuck does that even mean? What, oh, go what with the it? fuck He's does autistic. that mean? Leave him alone. I've watched it and I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm normal and I think it's phenomenal. What do you mean? It's surprisingly good. No, it's fucking good content. Go fucking watch it. All right. What else you want me to say? I'll well, I'm saying that if you're an no. autist, they have a decent enough balance of technical information that you can fucking deal with watching it, and it doesn't make you want to stab your eyes out. So on that note, have a good fucking night. You guys are a weird ad. <laughs> What the f-